Hey, what's up? This is Jason from Death Therapy, and you're listening to the Campfire Conversationalist Podcast. Yeah. This is Dread Matt with the Campfire Conversationalist podcast, and today we're just going to kind of do a, a, something a little different, uh, more of a shooting the breeze kind of a conversation rather than something that's uh, more, that's like, I don't want to say scripted, but at least the structure is somewhat not scripted, but you know what I mean. Like we have points, bullet points, whatever, of what we want to talk about, and today Freestyle. we don't. Freestyle. Freestyle. We do have like one thing I think we're going to probably, we kind of agreed to mention, but other than that, it's just going to kind of be like, go down whatever rabbit holes our minds take us down. Yeah. Freestyle. Freestyle rap. <laughs> like Rex and effects. Yeah. We're just, I was, uh, when I called John on this call, like I had a rum shaker playing like, he's like, what the heck? <laughs> not really so so yeah. like, well i guess after knowing me for 20 years that doesn't really surprise you but i mean no. i mean you weren't expecting like huh? i wonder if when i answer the call rum shakers gonna no. be playing well like i said like the other day i was literally like singing it to someone and they were like what what are you singing <laughs> what is this weird music <laughs> i mean the song's only what 27 years old or yeah whatever Back back in the day when I was a youngster, I remember that being on the Dude, radio. At least it was still kind of cool music back then. Like, remember, like if you went ten years before then, um, well, it wasn't really a movie, but like Run D, well, Run DMC and Aerosmith. Do you remember that? Mm-mm. Not oh. from when I was little. Oh I my been... gosh, really? You don't remember no. the Run DMC Aerosmith? Look that up. Run. Uh... I don't, I don't know. See, run DMC. They did it to uh, what was it? Walk this way. Do you you don't remember that really? Um. Dude, do you, tell me tell me this. Tell me you've seen the movie oh, yeah. Breakdance. Oh, I don't. Ooh, that might have been. There was like a Breakdance one and a Breakdance two. When did these movies come out? A long time ago. Probably. Okay. <laughs> there was a chance I could have seen it. They, they, it was like, um, do you remember that scene in um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy where he's like, we're going to have a dance-off? Yes. I'm not 100% <clears throat> positive that's where he took it from, but that is the whole premise of Breakdance. 
is they like they don't fight, they don't have fist fights, they have like dance offs. Okay, I'm gonna play the video, but I'm gonna mute it so we don't get any copyright strikes <laughs> on YouTube. You can just <laughs> oops, oops, that's not muting. <laughs> there you go. Oh, this isn't a video. I mean, it is, but it's just a photo. Yeah, it's not, that's back not, when like rap was trying to merge with like heavy metal. Oh, I remember when uh, yeah, Turnica did that that one song. Yeah, exactly. That's where they got the idea. I'm pretty sure. Like, hey, this is, sounds like a great idea. Walk this way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so they're jamming in one room and the other guys are... Yeah, and then they merge whatever. together. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, I've never seen this video. Really? Oh, no. my goodness. Yeah, we can watch it later, but yeah. Interesting. Oh, dude, I don't know if I told you this. Did you know that Eddie Murphy has a reggae band? What? And they're freaking, like, actually really good. Really? I'll pull up. Yeah, I'll pull up one song real quick. Eddie Murphy reggae and then you can just cut this part out is he like uh, so. joking or is he like no. a serious thing he's got a, a song with Snoop Dogg too I think really wait, I'll play wait, it so he I'll... just left comedy and acting to go in <laughs> I don't know dude I don't know it's Eddie Murphy <laughs> is, <laughs> is he having like... <laughs> he's having like a midlife crisis dude he's singing and he's playing the guitar Yeah, and this song is featuring Snoop Lion. <laughs> Back when he changed his name to Snoop Lion Dude, for one album. So he's like, you know, I'm not gaining any ground in the acting world. My last comedy job was like forever ago. You know, I'm going to go into uh, reggae. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's actually, he's pretty good. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think for a reggae band, it's you're gonna, not like... You're going to buy it, aren't you? No, I'll just watch it on YouTube for free. <laughs> I usually don't buy that much reggae stuff. I usually will go like on Spotify or something like that to. when I'm in the mood. You used to. Yeah, I used to. You used to have uh, like, although you were never a big like Christafari fan. Oh, yeah, I was. Were you? Yeah, I, I had a few of their albums back in the day. I'll go on Christafari kicks and, and just like jam out. I like full, their, full you know, I like their first album. Maybe it was just because I met them when they were releasing that album. Oh yeah, that um, that was a while ago too. Yeah, '96, and I seen him perform it twice down at the Olympics. Um, oh, nice. But then I heard their other albums, and I just wasn't. It didn't have the same kind of appeal to me. I don't know. Some of their newest stuff's pretty good. Again, yeah, I think I haven't listened to it. In, I usually get in moods where, like, for like. It'll be towards the end of winter because mm -hmm. I'm like wanting summer. You know what I mean? And I'll start, you know, playing like reggae for like weeks on end. Um, when I was down at the Olympics, <clears throat> so I'm watching them perform. And um, we were, I was in like a drama team or something at that time. And we're, we just got done and it was hot. I mean, it was really hot down in 96 Olympics. 
it was like at night it was like 100 degrees 100 percent humidity i mean it was just just really awful. really yeah it was awful We're like hey let's find the stupidest place we could have the summer olympics yeah where the humidity is water and yeah. the temperature is like a sauna yeah and we'll just have the whole world congregate there Oh, and by the way, there's a student named Rudolph who's going to blow up something <laughs> down there. Probably because the heat got to him. <laughs> but, well, Eric Rudolph, that's what it was. I knew I, his first name was escaping my mind. Yeah, but. so anyways, we're down there, and we're watching, um, we're watching them perform. And all of a sudden, one of the uh, one of the singer's wives, who is also a singer on the in the band, she like mm -hmm. passes out like hard on the stage, just falls over. Just because Jamaica's not that hot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I <guess>. know. <laughs> like it don't get hot like this in Jamaica. No. <laughs> It's nice down there. I mean, I've never been to Jamaica, but I've been Jamaica to was hot. I've been. To I've Jamaica. been a few other hot. countries down there. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, but where I stayed, it wasn't as hot as some of the other places. I was on the mountain, in the mountain, like, oh, well, nice. not not in the mountain, on top of the mountain. So it was a lot cooler. But how far dude, are you from Kingston, man? I went to Kingston, man. Um, oh, Kingston. Yeah, I went there. Nice. Uh, we were probably like in, I want to say about 45 minutes to an hour away. Something like that. Oh, that's not bad. No. That's when you had the uh, the soup. The soup? Yeah, the soup. Remember? Oh, the fish eye soup? Yeah. You yeah. I think you were one of the only ones to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, all right, let's do this. I was, I was one of the rare few that ate it, that's for sure. There was a yeah. lot of people chewing on power bars and... Stuff like that because they didn't want to eat the food, you know. Yeah. Now I just looked at it like you're in a faraway land and you better eat whatever they give you. So whatever, yeah, whatever they gave me, I wanted seconds. And you're like, oh, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How far are you from the ocean? Uh, it was like. I want to say it was like an hour or so away from the ocean. Okay. Um, we were like in between Montego Bay and uh, Kingston. Okay. Somewhere up in there. It was a long so time ago, though. It was a long so time. So the fish ago. eyes could have been somewhat fresh. Oh, they were. There was there was literally a kid that would run down the side of a mountain every day. It was like eight miles or so down this mountain, and he would go fishing. And then at night, he would run back up the mountain, um, barefoot, keep in mind, because they didn't have shoes, so he would just run down the mountain, he would go fishing, then he would turn, like, you know, get his fish and come running back up the mountain to bring dinner. And he just plucked out all the eyeballs and made soup out of them? Well, no, they just kind of threw them in a pot, dude, and boiled oh, it. And I the eyes you. just kind of, like, came out. Oh, so it was kind of like that scene in... Uh... <laughs> Indiana Jones and it was Temple exactly yeah most of the time I was there was spent was like that scene because oh dude it was like my second day and they're like they're like uh this kid comes up to me and it was at an orphanage okay and this kid comes up to me and he was like hey you know how to kill a chicken <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was Theoretically, like, I was yeah. like, well, yeah, but what are you talking about? He's like, he's like, you want to see me kill a chicken? He's like, we need dinner tonight. I got to kill a chicken. And I was like, um, I, I guess, uh, is this, this is something we do? And he was like, yeah, yeah, we got to kill the chicken. Do you want to kill it? Or you want me to kill it? I was like, why don't you show me? So he like runs over, grabs this chicken, <laughs> takes it by the neck, and just like swings it until the neck breaks. <laughs> oh wow! And I'm like, I'm looking at him like, wow, that was pretty harsh, you know? Wow. I, I did it uh, run around? No, no, it was just dead, you know, oh, okay. twitching a little bit, but it was just dead. Well, then the next day he comes up to me. He's like, hey, you want to kill the chicken? <laughs> I was like. I see a theme going here, you know. I was like, "No, why don't you show me how you?" I was like, "Why don't you show me how to how you kill it?" He's like, "Well, we're gonna kill it a different way today." So he goes and the knife. He shows me the knife, and it's this dull knife. It's not sharp at all. Okay, totally mm -hmm. dull. Like, you know, I mean, you could run your finger, your thumb across it when wouldn't cut you at all. But it's he like takes a butter knife. Yeah, but he takes the chicken head and puts it on a log, and he is like hacking it. Oh, dude. <laughs> he's that, just, remind, that brings back some memories. Yeah, he's just hacking this this chicken neck, you know? And, like, blood's kind of going everywhere and finally gets it off, you know? And the beak is still, like, opening its mouth. And the chicken is just kind of, like, sitting there, like, flapping its wings like crazy, like, jumping off the ground and flapping. It's not running in circles, but it's it's just flapping its wings. And because it's flapping, like blood splattering everywhere. Oh man! I was like, "This is the, this is like something you seriously do every single day." Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Yeah, it's not even funny anymore." Like I used to laugh, and now it's just not even funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the third day, he's like, he comes up to me. Third day there, he comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, you want to kill a chicken?" And I was, <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, really?" He's like, "Yeah, we got to kill a chicken." So, nice. now keep in mind, there are eight kids. Eight kids there. Okay. Uh, there might... Was there nine? No, I think there was eight. There was eight kids. Um, and two uh, grown-ups, two adults that live there with the kids. All right? There are no mm -hmm. doors. There are no doors. There are no windows. Um, the kids slept in these, like, three-tiered bunks. So, mm -hmm. one bunk up high, middle bunk, and low bunk. Um, we're in this, like, I guess it was a church, but it was just like a dirt floor and mm -hmm. walls. Um, so, but all, like, the one chicken had to feed everyone there. Like, So, everyone. like, basically you got, like, a leg? Basically. Or like, very or little, very little. And they made a lot of soup because they had to ration it. You well, know? yeah, because, I, mean, I mean, you don't necessarily eat a chicken back. Yeah. Well. But you can make soup out of that, yeah. for sure. And that's because where, that's where the fish came in, is because when okay. the kid would go down and get the fish, then he would, like, throw the fish in there, like, in the stew. And mm -hmm. so it would make it, like, a lot more, you know? Right, right, right. But, yeah, third, third day came around, had to kill a chicken, and he just, like, grabbed... Well, and keep in mind, they're doing it for, like... They have to make meals for, like, lunch and breakfast as well. Um... But yeah, he just grabs the chicken and he's like, well, they, they were gonna have eggs, but they ran out of chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, but he's just like yanking on this chicken's neck, 
like yanking on it until it finally popped. That's gross. <laughs> yeah. Now keep in mind, I, I forgot to mention too, this kid's like seven years old. Oh, wow. He's very young, you know. And that doesn't surprise me. I mean, you probably, he's probably a man yeah. already. You, you know, know what the I mean? One, like that. I was going to say, you know, the one great thing that they had down in Jamaica was they called it breadfruit. Okay. It was this like spiky, like pineapple looking thing. Mm-hmm. And they would literally just build a fire and they would throw it in the fire and let it sit in there for like an hour. And after about an hour, it started smelling like a fresh loaf of bread. Okay? Hmm. And you're sitting there and you smell and you're like, man, this is like, this smells so good, you know? And then they cut it open. They give you this like big chunk because it's a big fruit. They give you this big chunk and it literally tasted like bread. Hmm. It's the weirdest thing I've ever, I don't know. It's the weirdest thing I've ever eaten, I guess. And it was a fruit? Yeah, it was a fruit. We picked them off the tree in the front. Interesting. Yeah. It was like crazy. And they had, I remember they had avocados everywhere too. Really? Yeah. They avocado, just grew? Yeah, they just grew everywhere. <clears throat> they had avocado plants cool. and everything. So, yeah, Jamaica was, it was a great experience. I don't, I don't know if it was just because of where I was and the environment I was in, um, getting to see like a whole different world outside of my norm. Um, but it did make me, I'll tell you, it did make me grateful when I came back to the States. You know, because I wasn't a tourist. I was not a tourist. Right. There were no. Yeah, you were there doing mission mission work, right? Yeah, yeah. I was there to help the kids. We were there to build. I don't know some flooring or something, some cement work or something. I don't know. I don't remember. But we—that's all we did. We just built stuff for the kids. So. I don't know. <clears throat> that's cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was different times. I didn't see Eddie Murphy, though. <laughs> no Eddie Murphy? No Snoop Dogg? No Snoop, no Snoop Dogg. Lion. I didn't see Snoop Dogg. I didn't see Hussein Bolt. Um, you know, me and Liz were actually talking a while back. I wonder if that kid that ran up and down the mountain was Hussein Bolt. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I don't think he was. We looked up the dates of when he was born, and it was it was like well past when I was there. Um, oh, okay. So it wouldn't have been him, but that would have been a weird coincidence, you know? Yeah. Well, and Hussein Bolt actually had parents, and I was at an orphanage, you know? Oh, yeah. So there's no no way that worked, but... Yeah, there's no orphanages in the United States. Yeah, we they don't do that here. We eliminated them years ago. Oh, they used to. They actually used to have them, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. I just thought uh, we've always had a crappy system for uh, for that, I guess. Foster homes and stuff. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, well, I'm not going to get into that. That's. Well, that's, I mean, you think the orphanage would be any any better? I don't know. I don't know. Than foster I homes? I mean, because. So, say, like, even 80% of the time that the kids get paired with. And eighty percent is probably a really high percent for getting kids getting put in bad homes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably a lot lower than that. I don't know, maybe. But say you still have twenty or thirty percent where the kids get paired with really good parents. You know? Yeah. It's still a good. It's still a really good percentage, and some of those kids, 
in you know orphanages they might not get those those opportunities yeah and i think the thing that bothers me mostly about foster homes is that like a lot of a lot of people i have known that have been in that system mm-hmm. they're like yeah like i had 20 different homes maybe not that many but you know right. a lot like seven or eight like literally and it's like what the heck like so you just spent your childhood like going from home to home and you, you had different quote-unquote parents right you know what i mean like, it's right. weird it's, like, it doesn't seem well, it doesn't seem harsh. healthy it's harsh man yeah like I can't imagine going through that. Like that would just be right. awful, you know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it seems like a. It just doesn't seem like the best way. I'm not saying I know what the best way is, but it just seems <laughs> jacked up. <laughs> right. So, what was your, what was your favorite movie of all time? The kids asked me this the other day, and I'd really, really think hard about it. Because I really like a lot of old movies. Um, not super old. I mean, I'm not talking like Casablanca age. Although I've seen Casablanca. but I don't those, know if I actually have. Those just aren't my favorites. Um, I yeah. do like a lot of old westerns. Yeah, I like some older westerns. I don't really... I haven't seen a, a ton of them. Yeah. But I know I have seen some. Have you seen um, like Clint Eastwood westerns? or? Um, some of those are pretty messed some, up though. Let me yeah, just say some, that. I've seen like the Unforgiven, but that would have been, you know, I don't even know, years and years and years ago. Uh, I know I've seen McClintock with John, it's John Wayne, right? I believe McClintock, um, but that would have been in the nineties. Um, as far as like, if we want to go category by category, that might be easier because my brain doesn't like what's my favorite movie. It's easier for me to categorize things, yeah, in different categories, and and stuff changes too. Like yeah. it might be the the mood I'm in might just be what movie I feel like I like more that day. Well, for so what, like with for westerns, westerns, yeah, the for, missing that one was pretty good. The missing was pretty good with Tommy Lee Jones, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, so I don't remember the whole thing. See, I I always like the Unforgiven, uh, or Unforgiven, I should say. Yeah, um, I I think that is like the picture perfect western movie. Um. I mean, I if you want to date back to like Pale Rider, um, the Outlaw Josie Wales, which is a very extremely messed up movie. I I will add. I don't know how that ever that would never get released today. Maybe well, it might. It might because there's some messed up movies that have come out in the last 15 years. But the Outlaw Josie Wales, I don't know how that passed through cinema standards back then. Um. There's like a graphic rape scene in that movie that when I seen it, I was like <laughs> not expecting it. Like, what am I watching? Right. Um, but how about the good, the bad, and the ugly? I don't think I've ever seen That's that. That's like legendary. Yeah. Um, what's the one where he is works in that town and that crew comes through and they like whip him and beat him to death? And they think that they kill him, and then he comes back, and his face is, like, different because, I don't know, reasons? Plastic surgery back in the 1800s? (laughs) (laughs) Probably got scarred up, maybe, from the whip? I don't know. No, no, but that was the whole premise was, like, this, like, you know, these, like, bad riders came through, and they, like, rob him and beat him, and 
they like kill his woman or something, and then they uh, I may I might be remembering little details wrong, but basically like he comes back, and they don't recognize him because I think reasons, you know, they think he's dead or whatever. They left him for dead, but he comes back, and he barely ever says a word. But it, oh, and that was another part of the premise is the town instead of helping him. They stood by and watched him get, like, beat and pummeled and killed. So when he goes back to the town, he's holding the town... Not only these, like, bad guys responsible, but he's holding the town responsible as well. Do I you, don't think I've seen that one. You don't it sounds amazing. It, dude, it, it was... When I was a kid, that was, like, one of my favorites. Um, because the town actually hires him to stop these same bad guys. So he takes all of their money, okay? And... It's hilarious because he takes all the town's money, like every dime that they have, okay? And he's like, yeah, I'll stop these guys. And so he, like, makes the town set up in a certain way. He's like, you're going to help. You're going to have to help fend them off and this, that, and the other thing. He's like, I'll teach you. So he makes them get all, all their guns out, and these bad guys are coming in. And as soon as he sees the bad guys coming in, he jumps on his horse and he takes off. Oh, wow. No, that sounds pretty good, though. Yeah, and so they're shooting at the bad guys, all right? They're shooting at the bad guys coming in. And Clint Eastwood's just, like, riding off, you know? And so the bad guys get really, like, PO'd at these people that are shooting at them. Right. And so they basically, like, punish the town. And when they're done punishing the town... Then all of a sudden he comes back in and like deals with the bad guys in the same fashion that they like hurt him. So the one guy that bullwhipped him, he like bullwhips that guy. Um, it, it was a really, it was a really good Western though. Hmm. Um, but you know, I told the kids that one of my favorite movies was always, it, a lot of people, Liz doesn't even like it, but Jaws. I loved the first Jaws. I don't remember. It's been so many years since I've seen it. The very first Jaws? You don't remember Jaws? Barely. Smile, you son of a... <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Richard Dreyfuss. I Dreyfus. remember bits and pieces of it. What was that um, other guy's name? Rob Schroeder? I think his name was. I don't know. I, don't I, I, don't remember the, uh, I don't remember the guy that um, was the captain. I don't remember his name. He had like a weird name. I do remember the song they sang on the boat. I always sing it oh, around yeah? the kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, what other movies? What was your other uh, another category? Action. Uh, I liked. I would say I I remember really being impressed with the Matrix when that came out. Yes. And I felt like everything about it was good. I mean, the acting was was decent. Um, the storyline was solid. It was the believable. One, and then the second and third one came out, and all of those feelings were crushed. Uh, yeah, I mean, not totally, but... Well, if, maybe the second one, oh, not the man. third one. third one was actually okay. Yeah, they were bo both of the sequels were decent, but they just didn't quite live up to the expectation of the first one, for sure. You know what killed it about <clears throat> me? Or for me? Hmm. Was the everything was CGI in the second yeah one. yeah me too and it was bad it was really really bad 
CG. I was like, what? Dude, there's no way you didn't get a bigger budget. And this I know. is what you got. I know. And the first one, dude, like all the CG was like at the right place. There was some that was looked a little cheesy, but it was good. You know? Keep in mind, The Matrix came out in, what, 1999? 99. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that one I liked a lot. Um, you know what other movie I really like a lot? This action movie? Hmm. Excuse me, I'm just yawning. I don't know. I don't know where. Um, John Wick. That movie is freaking John amazing. Wick, yeah. That's like and one of my all-time favorites, dude. Me too. And the second one's pretty good too. Yeah. I've only seen the second one once though, so I'll have to rewatch it again. You know they have a new oh. one coming out pretty soon. Yeah. Which I yeah. can't oh, wait and, to see. Um. So here's kind of a funny, a funny, not funny, hilarious. Ha 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 ha. But more like funny coincidence. <laughs> Here, let me tell you something funny. Ha 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 ha. It's not really that funny though. Are you saying? Are you saying I'm a clown here to go amuse you? <laughs> so apparently um i had like i have th this extended family member that like wrote that script the first one no it's no one i've ever met but um it's john wick? it's like yeah and actually the name john wick is uh well let me let me kind of just tell you the story so so my uncle which would be <clears throat> my mother's sister's husband mm -hmm. um it, it's like one of his family members so it's not you know like my side of the family or anything mm -hmm. but um like like i don't know if it's one of his nephews or something like that went to go be a writer in hollywood or whatever like and um that the character john wick is named after one of my uncle's like family members or something great grandfather or something i don't know uh, my cousin's names aren't Wick, so it would have been someone's mother, mother's father, or whatever. But um, what did so they yeah, just sell so the script, or I, I think I don't know. I think he lives in L.A. and is a writer there. Oh, okay. I've never met him though. It's no one I've ever met. I just know that my cousin was telling me about it one day, and then like this would have been over a year ago. Then at Christmas time, my uncle was telling me too and i had forgotten that my cousin had told me about it and so like my uncle was telling me about this movie that you know someone in the family wrote and it was john wick i'm like oh yeah that's a great movie so i thought that was pretty interesting yeah interesting and then they got a bill and ted 3 coming out no way yeah 2020 i think no uh, way i think they're they're gonna be shooting it sometime this year and it's got Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's going to be... Dude, I tried watching... Um, We tried watching the first one, and we got about halfway through, and for some reason, the rest of the movie wouldn't play. And it was like... It wasn't on Netflix. It was like on some other like random like popcorn or one of those, you know, other like low-budget competitors for Netflix that plays like random movies that you're not going to find on Netflix. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like one of those and like the movie we had we paused it or something to go i don't know take the dogs out or whatever and then the movie would never play we we're like what you gotta be kidding me i want to i mean i know what happens but yeah it's been years since i've seen like bill and ted's so well let me ask getting, you let me ask you this while i'm thinking about it and while you're talking about bill and ted's how do you feel not necessarily about like sequels okay but 
How do you feel about them rebooting every movie that they possibly can reboot? Oh, it's garbage. Okay. I mean, that's that's exactly how well, I feel. Okay, so uh, that's probably a a bad way to put it, but it shows me that there's no creativity and that they have to take something that people are already familiar with and then just kind of redo it. There's yeah. like, I don't know, it just seems like cheating to me. Like, it's fine with certain things. Like, I expect there's going to be a Superman reboot in a Batman because that's that, that's been done for so many years. It's almost like something you would expect. Yeah. But then it's like, you know, like, uh, when you get, like, Mr. Mom reboot. Oh, he's like, dude. Tell me. No, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. But actually, actually, I uh, back about 10 years ago, I'm like, dude, if they're going to reboot a movie... Because think about 10 years ago, there you know, there was the whole, you know, the economy was in the dumps. And, like, in Detroit, like, the, you know, it was not good for the car companies. You remember? Right. So I'm like, if they're going to reboot a movie, like, right now is the perfect time to reboot Mr. Mom in 2008. But no one got the memo, I guess. Yeah. But that would have been perfect. They just didn't do it. Um, but I don't know. I, my my I guess my point was just that like it, they reboot almost everything, and it's like so annoying. Like I haven't watched it, but like they, I mean, they've done like uh, what the Ninja Turtles. Like, dude, come on. Well, the one that really I'm looking it up right now. I'm trying to remember exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How could I ever forget? Um, the one that really. I mean, they had been doing reboots at the time, but the one where I really noticed it was um, it was that Colin Farrell movie that he did um, Total Recall where they tried to reboot I don't know if I actually saw that one I seen it and I I was like what in the world man like that was the last one that was the last one for me I was like I'm not seeing any more reboots I just refuse because Total Recall when I was a kid like I remember watching Arnold in Total Recall and I've watched it since and yeah the graphics are really really bad I mean they're really extremely bad in the original Arnold Total Recall but it was the fact that when Total Recall came out it was like an original concept you know and it was off (laughs) of a book I, I guess it was off of a book that was, you know, had been out for like years and years and years. So it wasn't like an original movie. I, I, I shouldn't say that, but it wasn't, wasn't like a full out original idea. They still took it from a book. You know what I mean? Right. But I mean, that's like saying, oh, well, the Lord of the Rings doesn't count. Cause the book, Dude, those are some pretty good movies. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, to me, it's fine. It's fair. <laughs> Do you remember? It, yeah, it's not an original idea, but. Do you remember when you and I went and seen Fellowship of the Ring? Uh, how could I ever forget that? <laughs> okay, so l- l- I'll give the backstory on this. Okay, I know nothing about Lord of the Rings at this point. I've never read the book. I still never read the book. I'm not a book reader. I'll probably never read them. I'm just not a book reader. Uh, I like to watch and I like to listen to things. Um, and so I'm like, oh, this looks pretty sweet. We'll go see this. And then uh, was I working at the theater? Do we go see it for free? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, you were, you were working at the theater. Okay, so uh, I, know, I take John to go see it, probably for free or whatever. And, like, at the end of the movie, I'm like, wait a minute. What? I'm like, 
the movie's not over. How long? And I'm like, how long? When's the next one coming out? And John's like, a year from now. I'm like, I, I gotta wait a year to see what happens. I was so freaking mad. Dude. Matt was so mad. He was like, wait a second. That's that's it. That's that's the cliffhanger you end off on. Like, what? yeah, I was not prepared and not happy about it at all. And then, like, I mean, I think by the time the second one had rolled around, I knew there was going to be a third one, and the, that one was not going to come out for another year after that. And I yeah. was not happy about it, but I did go see the second movie. And, um, you know, you know, some annoying. people still do not like the Lord of the Rings series. I, I don't get it. Maybe it's because the nerd in me is, like, confused, but I, I, I love the Lord of the Rings series, man. I've watched them, like, I don't even know how many times. Dude, I remember when we first got married, and uh, it was, uh, I think it was, well, I was trying to find a job still, because it took me forever to find a job, and you were working at the dealership, and Rebecca was working at Walmart, and, like, me and, and your wife would just sit there and, like, watch Lord of the Rings Special oh, Edition yeah. and all of the, all the content. Yeah. We were like, I don't, I don't remember how many days. Well, we and on top of that, on top of that, playing Lord of the Rings Risk all throughout oh, yeah. the night, remember? Yes, yes, that was good. I mean, I, I was terrible, <laughs> but it was still fun. We were all terrible, dude. Whoever... <laughs> It, remember the the key was whoever had like all the eagles usually won. <laughs> yeah, I haven't played that game since probably the last time we played it together. Yeah, and neither neither have I. You know, I do know where the ring to that game is, but I I don't even know if we have all the pieces still. Mm. But um, no, dude, I I just can't look at reboots the same way. You know, I just see them as like sloppy lazy yeah lazy like, yes they're lazy it's, it's just how i see them they're just lazy it's like oh well we're it, like like the ghost but you know the ghostbusters reboot to me was i mean i i never even considered the you know feminazi like um side of things where people were bent out of shape because women took over i didn't care about that what i cared about was i did the fact, it bothered me did it it didn't bother me well Okay, so them having women as the main characters didn't bother me as much as every single male in the movie was either extremely dumb, yeah, or a bad guy, or like gay. Well, I I'm kind of no male, real male men in that movie. That it was, was I seen that, that me off. I seen that after I seen like the movie, but I'm talking like just when I seen the trailer for it. You know, when I seen the trailer for it, I was just like, it's a reboot. Yeah, and I, I didn't I didn't even really want to see it, but I think maybe Rebecca wanted to watch or something. Yeah. I don't remember. And I think we just like rented it from the video, family video. We have a like, family video. Oh, okay. like literally two, not even two blocks, like right around the corner from where we live. Yeah. And like, uh, um, I was like this movie's not even that funny dude like there was like maybe one or two lines that were got a chuckle out of me yeah and the rest was like the plot was dumb i don't even remember the whole plot yeah and like the acting wasn't good yeah to me and, i just i just literally looked at it from day one and i was like it's a reboot that was the only yeah. thing that ra that rang in my ears but it's a reboot what am i gonna say 
you're like rebooting one of my favorite movies yeah. of all time and it looks like yeah. trash. And then then there I didn't watch it and I probably won't, but then they they redo the uh, okay, this is so bad. Mm-hmm. They do the um Oceans 11 with the women. Oh yeah. Which is already a reboot. Yeah. Ocean's it's a reboot of a reboot. a reboot. A reboot. And now you're rebooting it again with all women to do the same thing. I didn't see the movie. I'm never going to watch it because of my experience with Ghostbusters. Yeah. I'm sure it's the same garbage where like all women are good and all men are bad because of, you know, Hollywood's backwards. Well, you know, at this whatever. rate, they're going to re release Jason Bourne as Johanna Bourne. <laughs> yes, I might go see that depending on who's in it. No, is this now is Johanna Bourne is, is it a female or is it a transgender male oh, it's, woman? It's full out tranny, dude. Okay. Good. Then <laughs> that way that way she that. blends into both crowds. She Yes. She's kind of like a, um, I guess, like a frog can kind of pick and choose. Mm, yes, yes. The ultimate like assassin. The ultimate assassin. I mean, you could always just disguise this or no big deal. If you're a guy, you're a girl, whatever. <laughs> wear a tux, you wear a dress. <laughs> Johanna Bourne. So dude, I think stupid, we got, dude. I think we got a script, dude. At, at the very least, it'd be a great cop. <laughs> I think I'll bring this up in my next meeting here. My next script writing meeting. Send it to that long, like, long lost uncle in LA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be funny. And don't even pitch it, don't even, like, pitch it as a reboot. Just pitch it as, like, <laughs> just Johanna Born. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like, but mate, there's a movie like this out there. It's called Jason Bourne. And I'll be like, dude, you're not even Australian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are, you're from are, LA. are you hearing yourself right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, everyone talks different in LA. It's cool, mate. No, it's no, dude. You're a writer. You don't need to do an accent. Okay. Just go write something original. Then come talk to me. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Oh, what? What other movies uh, for reboots? Whatever Man. other ones for reboots oh, have they reboots? done? Yeah. Well, I mean, Star Trek that was good though. Okay. And and I'll tell you why I, I'm kind of okay with the Star Trek reboot uh, because one, um, I'm a fan, so. There's that. Okay. But uh, they kind of, they, they kind of like almost did it in a way that it was a separate timeline and not just a reboot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I see. I really like the first one. The yeah. First, uh, the first one. I did not, however, like the second one with Khan. I um, did. I, I just something about it really irked me, dude. Really, oh, really irked me. I like the Wrath of Khan. I didn't like the. The Into Darkness? Or is that the second one, or is it? Yeah, I think so. Wasn't it? It's either that or the third one. I can't remember. I'm not really good with the movie titles. No, I don't think it was the third one. I think the third one was <clears> the <throat> one with all the the crazy alien people uh, on that one weird planet and stuff. We just watched him. Now I can't remember. Is he laughing? 
<laughs> Gabriel's laughing in the background. Oh. And I just heard him like, I know, like full out laughing. That's funny. <laughs> he's like, he's laughing at Johanna Bourne too. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I haven't even seen the original and it sounds terrible. <laughs> I know. He's like, that one's a good one. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, it, it didn't bother me to the point where I couldn't. Wa- I watched it like two or three times. Okay, but there were little. The third one, or the second one. The the one with Khan. Khan. Yeah, I've even seen the third one a couple times, and the third one I didn't think was that great. Um, that's the one. The third one is the one where he's on the dirt bike and he's like riding. Oh, around. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we actually just did watch that one not too long ago. That one's not. Thought that, that one was all right. It's it was all right. It's not great. Yeah. It won't go down in in history for me as one of my favorite Star Trek movies. Yeah. Well, well, and if you're thinking about Star Trek, I mean, you remember all the other ones too, though, right? Uh, yeah, most of them. I mean, I it, honestly, the motion picture one and The Wrath of Khan and the third one, the what is it called? The Search for Spock? Is that what the third one's called? No, it's that been... was that was the Rathacon. Oh, that the, was? Yeah, okay, there's well. the motion picture, and then there's uh, the second one, which I can't for the life of me remember. The Rathacon, uh, Search for Spock, Final Frontier, and then... Okay. Yeah, so from Final Frontier on, I got a pretty good recollection of most of them, but yeah. from the, the other ones forward or back or whatever it's been too many years since i've seen them i'll have to rewatch them i gotta look them up dude the final frontier was the one where they run into that alien that says he's yeah that might have been the was that the first one there's the voyage home that would be the one where they come to earth and they come back in time yeah that's right i like that one a lot um okay so star trek the motion picture mm -hmm. Um, and then the wrath of khan yeah, you're right. The Wrath of Khan. And then three, I think three is the search for Spock, but I, yep. I really You were right. Know. Yeah, you were totally right. right. And then the Voyage Home, and then the Final and Frontier. Final Frontier, and then... Is the Final oh, Frontier the one where they run into the godlike person? Yeah. I, oh, no, 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 no. The so. final... No, that's the first one. The motion picture one. Is it? Yeah, the final frontier is. Dude, the... people are gonna listen to this, and we're gonna be driving people. In... <laughs> I know they're like, yeah, that's not what happened. Yeah, no, the final frontier is the merger um, of of peace between the Klingons. That's the final oh, frontier. I okay, I don't remember that. Uh, yeah, remember the the um, somebody boards a um, Klingon vessel and they murder the captain ambassador person, and then Kirk gets. No. Kirk and the doctor get accused of not saving his life, so they get sent to the alien planet. Oh, yeah, and then he kicks that dude in the knees. Yeah, he kicks the dude in the knees, and then he finds out the dude's knees are actually his, like, balls. Yes. And then they get teleported out of there by Spock, and then taken and saved the day by, you know, miraculously in Kirk fashion, finding out how that ship remained cloaked. The Klingon ship remained cloaked while it fired, because that was like mm-hmm. it wasn't supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they track it down, they blow it up, and they save the uh, they save the whoever's spoiler, life. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> I just gave the whole movie away. <laughs> but then you go into TNG, you know, um, with generations. Yeah, that one was all right, wasn't it? 
yeah, it was alright. I don't know. As good as it could be, I guess. Oh, oh dude. no, I made a total big mistake. No. Okay, so Nerdfest. Final Frontier is the god one, I think. Well, which one are you just talking about? That one is the um, the Undiscovered Country. Oh, okay. Yes, that's the one I was missing in my head, too. Yeah. Country. Yes, yeah, so the Final okay. Frontier and then Undiscovered Country. I forgot about that one. Mm -hmm. Wait, no, that, that was a good one, though. And then, yeah, I felt like Generations was all right. It was all right. It was bad. But once you got into only the Next Generation crew, they got better. Like, Well, First Contact. Yes, that's what I was going to say. First Contact is probably one of my favorite Star Trek movies. Yeah, I agreed. I like the Borg. They're my favorite enemy alien race because they're so... Uh, they adapt, so <laughs> they it's adapt. hard to beat them. You, you gotta, you gotta be clever <laughs> to beat them. I mean, <laughs> they're just good, I think. Uh, and then Nemesis or ne was the Nemesis? Is that the last one? Yeah, the last one. Yeah, that where was Data, a good one like, too. Sacrifices himself. Yeah, that was a good one too. That was a great one, dude. A lot of people didn't like <clears throat> that one though because Data finally kill, like he kills himself. But, well, he did the most human thing he possibly could. Well, and I was going to say, like, what more human could you do than to throw yourself out there for your friend, you know? Yeah. yeah. Not just one friend, but all of your friends. I yeah. I really liked it. I thought it was the best one, personally. Yeah, um, it was good. I liked, you know, I don't mind the hero dying in the movie as long as it's done well. And I felt like that one was done extremely well. Mm -hmm. If I had to rank TNG movies, it would definitely be first. Well, it's a toss between First Contact and that one. But uh, and then Insurrection. Yeah, Insurrection here. kind of falls down the list, like third, and then Generations fourth. Yeah, I feel the same. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. Generations. That? Generations was kind of like, <clears throat> like what? Yeah. Like, okay, how do we uh, merge these two? Okay, yeah. here we go. Here we go. We're going to have Captain, you know, Captain Kirk hand off the baton to Captain Picard, and we're going to make He's going to get his approval. Yeah, and we're going to make a movie about it. <laughs> you, did good. you did good, kid. <laughs> you did real good, kid. Uh, uh, what other movies? Let's see. I was thinking reboots up? still. Oh, reboot still? Yeah, reboots. What are uh, what is a really bad reboot? A really bad one? I, I man, it's hard to say because a lot of stuff I just won't see. You know, I'm not really into movies anymore. I like TV shows better. Well, I do too. Well, what's a reboot TV show? How about that? Fargo, and that is one of my favorite shows. Really? Yeah. The the so it it in the same way that Breaking Bad is really good with its cinema photography and its uh, story writing. Yeah. Uh, Fargo is equal or better. Really? I I think so. Okay. And the, the, well, the interesting thing about Fargo too, is it's a different storyline each season. That's why they don't have a season like every year. Mm -hmm. um, they have like, it's like almost like every two years or more that uh, a season comes out. Like, like um, American horror story. 
I don't know. I've never really watched that. Every season is like a whole different like show and whole different characters and actors and everything. Or they, well, a- the actors are the same, but... There's a couple actors that are in all of the seasons. Mm-hmm. But, um, or characters. I should say characters is better. Um, because the second season is actually a prequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, takes place, <coughs> excuse me, in like the 70s. Yeah. <coughs> and then the first one takes place in like 2008 or something like that. Yeah. And then um, the third one, I think, is like 2011 or something. Um, but so the some of the characters, a couple of the characters are in all the seasons. Um, but... Mostly the storyline. I don't know. It's hard to really say without giving anything away. Okay. I guess it wouldn't really spoil anything, but like the mafia, kind of the mafia ties yeah. in Fargo are, are kind of the the one thing that you kind of see constant. But a lot of the stories are just kind of like kind of random, but not really. I don't know. It's hard. It's kind of hard to really describe it without spoiling anything. But I would highly recommend fargo the show and it's it's done it's similar to the movie too because it's the same kind of a story but it's not the same story it's a different one and um it's just really well done did you ever see that show i think it was on hulu um yeah, it was the James uh, James Franco uh, TV show. Um, it was called Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. Um, you should check that out. That's the name of the show. Eleven. So uh, that's about Kennedy, then. Yeah, it's about Kennedy. <laughs> How did but, I know? <laughs> well, it's about him time traveling back to stop or figure out who who either did the assassination or try to stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, really interesting because it does implement like the butterfly effect, or uh, puh, the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. So every little decision that he makes like changes something in the future. Um, I I haven't finished it fully, but I've watched enough episodes to where I was like I was kind of pulled in. Is um, it a newer show or is it a few years old? I think it was like last year. I could be wrong hmm. about that. Um, Is, let me see. How many let me, episodes let me are in a season? Real quick. Yeah, look it up and tell me how many episodes are in a season. Okay. So I wonder if I could, if, if they do they do free trials of Hulu because I've never had Hulu. And if it's something I feel like is good and I can bang out in a week and a half or two weeks, I'll do like a free trial and then cancel. Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> <laughs> you definitely could. You definitely could. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, I, like I said, it. I haven't finished it, so I don't know how it ended. But, I mean, from what it looked like, it looked really good. The only thing is I don't know if it finished out or if it got canceled. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, just because I haven't finished it. Um, and I would hate for you to do that and get into right. it and find out that, no, they canceled it. Didn't, it didn't. Yeah. Oh, um, you know what? Another that reminded me. Decent show, but I haven't seen but only the first season mm-hmm. it's on amazon prime and it's called um the man in the high castle mm-hmm. have you seen that no so it's about okay it's 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 kind of weird because um 
everything in the show kind of indicates that it's like an alternate reality or something to where like World War Two, um, Germany and Japan actually win and the United States and Russia loses. And in the United States, it's broken up into two different territories, somewhat in a similar way to um, um, Red Dawn. You remember Red Dawn? Yeah. Like there was like the neutral zone, like yeah. in the mountains. It was the same kind of a you know like geographically kind of a similar type of thing. So like on the West Coast, the Japan occupied the West Coast of the United States, and then Germany like occupies like the East Coast, and then like the Rocky Mountains are kind of like this like divide that like it's kind of a neutral zone or something wow. like that. And it's like really interesting, and um, I don't remember all of the plot because it's been a couple of years since I watched it, and now there's like three seasons out, so I kind of want to watch the other. I want to rewatch the first season and then um, watch the other two seasons as, as well. But it's kind of like uh, it was interesting. I thought it was good. Was. So now that we're talking about like JFK and Hitler, I feel like that's a perfect segue for the one thing we did want to bring up. Okay. And, and <laughs> Did you want to say something? No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So, um, uh, I had heard, I don't remember where, Ooh, wow. somewhere in my research this last week or whatever. Uh, oh, maybe, oh, my source, my source. I've got a source down in, uh, yeah. down in Florida. <laughs> my source told me where to look. And I, uh, I, uh, I looked it up and it's true. I got, I got the white papers right here in my hands right now. Uh, so I looked up. If you, if you, I'm going to, let me back out of this document real quick so I can, anybody who's listening, you go to Google and then you type in the search engine, Hitler fled to Argentina. Hold on. Oh, shoot. I got to see the whole thing. Okay. Hitler fled to Argentina. JFK documents. Yeah, that's it. JFK documents. And then. When you type that in, um, a couple of articles come up, and then also a PDF comes up from the CIA. So I'm I'm not worried at all about this at all. You know, just clicking on documents from the CIA is probably a good idea. So it goes to CIA.gov, and the um the document opens up, and in this three page document right here, it talks about um, and it's kind of hard to read because it's really old. And it's like a photocopy of a piece of paper from 1960-something. And it, some of it's handwritten as well. Um, so I'll try to read what I can off of it. I don't want to spend too much time on here because I'll sound retarded after a while. And I don't... Okay, so the comments, it says Hitler-Adolf and then a bunch of other names I can't read. Shutel something. I don't know. And then it says microfiber, or I'm sorry, not microfiber, microfilmed July 26, 1963. Mm -hmm. And then a bunch of more names in handwriting. Um, and it basically says on 29 September 1955, um, this is a code name. It's spelled C-I-M-E-L-O-D-Y. I'm not sure how you say that. Hmm. I don't know how you say that. So that and then dash three. So this is some kind of CIA agent, and that is their code name, C-I-M-E-L-O-D-Y dash three, reported the following. Neither 
this agent's name, nor the station is in a position to give an intelligent evaluation of the information and it is being forwarded as of possible interest. Sorry, it's really hard to read this. I'll try to zoom in a little bit better. So then this agent's name was contacted on 29 September 1955 by a trusted friend who served under his command in Europe who was or who is presently residing in I don't know how you say the city name M-A-R-A-C-I-A-B-O Mauriciabo I don't know and then again it starts with this CIA agent's name preferred not to reveal the identity of his friend so we know that it's a guy mm-hmm. or we assume and then his friends stated that during the latter part of September 1955 a Philip something i don't know former german ss trooper stated to him confidentially that adolf hitler is still alive um the agent claimed to have contacted hitler about once a month in colombia on his trip to mar marasiabo this if i can interject real quick go ahead yeah so this was the subject of a lot of debate when I was in school. Okay. Really? Yeah. Um, and it didn't start that way. I remember the first time I heard it, a, uh, a student had brought it up to the professor. Okay. Interesting. And the professor dismissed it, like, with ease. And you right. guys are going to hear my baby in the background. We're making a bottle for him right now. But... The professor dismissed it like immediately, like without any kind of any kind of thinking. Just no, that didn't happen. That's, right. that's absurd, you know. Well, then the you know time goes by, and all of a sudden research research starts coming out that, and you know she, the, I do have to interject that the professor at the time stated that no. Hitler, for 100% sure, died in the bunker. The Russians took pictures of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, years after World War II, what, it, she was totally, like, just blowing smoke. Um, and I don't know, I don't understand why. Maybe she just wasn't informed. But, like, the Russians, when they took that picture of Hitler and sent it back to the Americans, it was sent as appeasement because they didn't want the, the Americans rushing in because the the Americans said like if we don't have proof of death we're coming in like flat out coming so, into where coming into Berlin to Russia no or into to Berlin Germany? yeah into okay. Berlin they were outside of Berlin okay so they told the Russians if you if you don't give proof of death we're coming in we're coming into Berlin so the Russians they, they found this lookalike guy and they, I, I believe they even cut off part of his hair and put it on his, like, lip to look like Hitler's mustache. Like, they trim one of their own hairs, wow. like, and put it on his on his lip. And, uh, and they sent that picture of this, like, you know, body that <clears throat> was just a lookalike. And they sent it back. And then 
So the <clears> Americans, <throat> the Americans take it, and at first they're like, "Yeah, yeah, the war is over. We killed him. You know, Hitler's dead, and this, that, and the other thing." You know, and they're still fighting over in Japan at the time. So they're kind of like a little preoccupied. They're like, they take it as value, and they're like, "Okay, he's dead. Let's move on. We got other stuff to do." You right. know what I mean? But years go by, and they start looking and examining it, and they're like, "That that's not that's not Hitler." That that yeah. doesn't even that doesn't even look like Hitler. He's too right. young. You know the the guy in the picture is too young. So then all of a sudden they they contact the Russians and they're like, "Hey, the guy in the picture there that you say is Hitler, that guy is too young. What's up with that?" Now of course I'm paraphrasing everything, but then the Russians right. are like, they're like, "Yeah, um, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> we lied. Yeah, that's not really him, but he is dead. Trust us. Trust well, yeah, us. By he's, now he's dead. Yeah, yeah he, he's dead. Trust us. Just take our word for it. Um, and so a lot of debate went back and forth. Okay. Now, in school, when I was first approached, I kind of like dismissed it too because you're young, you're in school, you want to believe everything your professors say. When they say, "Yeah, that's just that's just a, a conspiracy," you know, and uh, no, he he died in the bunker and then was burned afterwards. That's the official report, you know. Right. Uh, well, you just kind of take it as face value, and surely this professor is not going to like lie to me, right? Well, he wouldn't intentionally. Well, it was a, I, okay, it was a I woman. Don't know. I yeah, would, it was a woman. I but her. I would hope they wouldn't intentionally lie to you. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just maybe misinformed, or maybe she just believed right. what she was told, you know? Um, so then years go by, and I still keep stumbling across more and different, way different information, okay? Um, the very next thing that came across my path was um, a story that I read about a flight that was seen leaving the main strasse, the main street out of right out of where the bunker was um in the in the dark of night hmm. like on the night when they were being invaded mm-hmm. a plane with no lights on it whatsoever was was spotted leaving from that area and nobody had an account for it there was no logs there was no anything there was nothing and so all of a sudden the 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 conspiracy theory was well Number one, if there's a plane leaving out of Berlin while they're being attacked, while they're being, you know, infiltrated, it had to be someone up high in, the, in you know, the ranks to be able to, nobody, not, you know, some, some private isn't going to be able to come along and be like, hey, I want to board this plane in the middle of Berlin and take off. Right. But and the other thing. And we know that later on. A lot of the higher-ups ended up coming to America. And when I say higher-ups, I'm talking about the SS officers in the Nazi army. Well, those of, those of them that didn't strike deals. Remember when we, we talked, like, if you, were, if you had value, then they took you in. If you didn't have right. value, then you were shot or right. hung, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, or tried. Or tried and then shot and hung, you mm-hmm. know? But the thing is, is most 
of all, uh, and I should say just most, of all the generals were brought to, they were either found or they were tracked down, but there was some account of how they got to where they were, okay? Right. Except for one. And that is, you know, assuming that Adolf Hitler did not shoot himself. Well, okay. uh, I was looking at pictures the other day of the um, body of what they said was Adolf Hitler. Mm-hmm. And to me, the, the, the gunshot to the head mm-hmm. looked more like an execution style rather than a suicide. Right. Because, like, if you think about... Um, oh, this is probably a weird thing to say you should think about, but if you're thinking about you're going to hold a gun to your head and kill yourself, mm-hmm. um, you, you people tend to just, by the way your, your body is designed, how your hands are, you're either going to put the gun like in your mouth or maybe to your you know neck or under your chin, so to speak, or to your temple of your head. Mm-hmm. You know, though, just, just thinking about it from strictly a... Um, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Like, just, I can't think of the word I'm looking for in my head here. Um, just like the, the natural way you, you, you put your hand to your head like that yeah. would be in your mouth or your temple or under, well, under your chin. Well, there's and, other... and the shot was like right in his forehead. And I'm like, I'm like holding my hand like that. Like, that's not a comfortable way. It's not a natural way. It's not a natural way, way yeah. to hold a gun to your head is right at your forehead that doesn't make sense well there are other there are other things okay so if he did leave okay so say he did escape it didn't amount to anything okay the guy was had to be continually looking over his shoulder just like all the other nazis for the rest of his life so that actually would be better for all the victims because he's continually in torment that someone's going to find him right forever for the rest of his life and I think that's even worse than death, myself. You know, yeah. Every single day, looking over your shoulder, thinking someone's gonna get you. That's that's horrible, and that's that's pretty much what he deserved. You know, um, right. But there's another factor that a lot of people don't take into consideration, and that is that a lot of um, a lot of professors, a lot of it, you know, um, educators believe that he and I myself believe it too. That he was already suffering from Parkinson's. Oh yeah. Yeah, and the the I think proof, I've heard that before. The proof is is if, uh, several factors. So a lot of people that were exposed to mustard gas and trauma of war, especially World War One, which Hitler, of course, fought in, they developed um, they developed crazy crazy neurological diseases. Okay. Uh, my grandpa was one of them, and he, uh, in 1975, came down with uh, Alzheimer's. And by the time he died in 1979, he had, like, full-blown Alzheimer's. He was, like, running down the street naked and had no wow. idea he was doing it. And wow. uh, and he was definitely exposed to, to uh, mustard gas, just like Hitler was, okay? Hmm. Um and if you watch the very last video that was ever shown or ever recorded of, of Hitler, it's when he's shaking all of the young little men, the, the little kids, 
that he was leaving in charge of Berlin to defend off the Russian, you know, soldiers. Mm-hmm. The whole time, he's only shaking, like, he's shaking um, their hands, but his hands are shaking like crazy. Mm. Like, the whole time, go go and watch the film, his hands are, like, shaking like crazy. Like, he can't control them. And... I mean, Interesting. obviously you don't have any medical tests or anything, but you can look at it and see co- a correlation between something like that and, like, Muhammad Ali. Right. You know what I mean? Not dissing him, Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. I'm just saying you see the correlation there. You can see it when he's shaking people's hands, these little kids' hands, that his hands are just, like, out of control. You know? Right. And the fact that he did serve in World War One, you know what I mean, would probably lead to that. It is very possible. So even if he got to the Americas, number one, he's looking over his shoulder, and number two, he's shaking like crazy. He's shaking like a leaf in the wind, you know? Yeah. So it doesn't mean anything, not really. I mean, obviously there's no Fourth Reich rising up again, at least not mm. under his watch. Right. The only the only uh, bad part is you could say, well, he wasn't brought to justice. Well, yes and no. On the run for the rest of your life. And, and, looking and, over your shoulder. Looking over your shoulder. That's <clears throat> that that kind of is what it is, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's hard to say. Um I I I kind of tend to lean towards he escaped. Yeah. It's possible. Like I said, I Rather mean that, than dying or killing himself yeah that plane Um, leaving i mean and there's a lot of stuff we could go into about that like in the bunker um mm -hmm. the didn't he get married well yeah he got married to ava braun but then you know one of the things that everyone brings up who gets married unless you're pulling a romeo and juliet which you know to my understanding and everything i've read you know adolf was no romeo right um he was he was pretty well closed off to the rest of the world and even to Ava Braun. Hmm. Um, but no, I was talking more or less about the recorder who was the, you know, the typist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's things that she seen that she, re, you know, reported like, okay, well, this didn't line up with this and, you know, people coming and people going out of that room and then all of a sudden, like, you hear a shot and it, just a lot of things didn't add up. So if you wanted to say that he escaped, I would fully believe it, you know. Right. Um, now it's, the one thing the one thing that schools and colleges will argue against mm-hmm. is supposedly in the 80s or 90s um, or it might have been in the 2000s. I I totally could have my timeline wrong. But supposedly they found a shallow grave near the bunker or near mm-hmm. the site of the old bunker. Okay, they found a shallow grave of bones and two sets of bones to which they believed was Ava Braun, Nato of Hitler. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and from that, they extrapolated some DNA, and supposedly they did a DNA testing. Okay, uh, and they did say that it was Adolf Hitler. So I don't know if those results were fixed. I don't know if this actually happened or if they were just saying that it happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, how would they? 
How well, they have know? they have brushes and all kinds okay. of stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure they could get DNA from something that Adolf touched. Right. You know, I mean, his, even his house wasn't destroyed until uh, like his house up in the uh, up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't destroyed until the mid '60s or so. Oh yeah. Yeah. So oh. I'm I'm positive that they, if they really had to get DNA, they could have gotten DNA. You know, gotcha. plus plus there's survivors too. You know, uh, members of that family that they could get a DNA match for. What is it like? Eighty or ninety percent. You know what I mean? So they could definitely do that if they had to. But uh, um, I, I, if I, I don't know. I would have to see the results and know like that they did them because I, I really think that especially the German government and how embarrassed they've been for you know the last sixty years would do something like that where they say, okay, well we did a test. It's it's Hitler. They would do that just to silence anybody that would question it. You know? Right, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, oh, would, we did we did that. a DNA test. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they went to Ancestry.com and confirmed it. Yeah, yep, yep. They put in their credit card number. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we should close it out. Um, we're actually way over our time, but that's okay. That's, yeah, that's okay. I don't care. Yeah, this was a fun one. Um, I don't know what we have for next week, but I'm sure it'll be more interesting than our long dispute of Star Trek movies. <laughs> so, <laughs> and and we're working on getting another uh, special guest on. Yep, yep, very cool one. So, <clears throat> so yeah, we're just gonna try and confirm a date for that, and then um, ho- hopefully sometime in April. We'll record that, and then maybe early May, we'll have that one up. And then Matt's going to play another game of uh, Guess That Guest. Yeah, I'll do that for sure. That was fun. <laughs> guess That Guest. Although I feel like, unless I just do no clues at all, your brother will probably guess who it is. <laughs> or or my buddy Travis. Yeah, just don't do any clues. Just yeah, I won't it, do any clues. Leave it blank. Yeah. You know? But, all right, that is uh, this week's episode. We appreciate you listening. Um, Subscribe, like, and all that crazy stuff. If you didn't like it, then you probably shouldn't be listening to it. Um, Yeah. Leave any comments in the comments section. And um, we always love to read comments. Um, Well, Matt does. I don't. (laughs) So if you're going to. I do sometimes. If I read your comment, I'm probably going to reach through the monitor and punch you in the face. But. Yeah, so um, on YouTube, you can. Our channel is Campfire Conversationalists uh, at gmail.com. That's, you know, that'd be our email address. So you can find our YouTube channel, Campfire Conversationalists. Uh, and I'm going to start uploading these episodes um, to YouTube. And then, of course, um, on, we're on Facebook and. Well, well, I'm on Twitter. I don't have a Campfire Conversationalist. But at Dread Matt is me on Twitter. Um, other than that, I don't know. Figure it out. Cool. If you want to get a hold of us, you'll figure it out. Cool. <laughs> and leave us, you know, if you want to leave us your favorite movie or uh, a movie that was remade that you disagreed with or did disliked, uh, go ahead and leave that in the, in the comment section as well. All right? All right, cool. Everybody, uh, I'm Dread Matt and I'm out. 